objective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. Jared, we've whipped out to the movies a fresh film, Spiral. Mm. Pretty keen to get onto this, weren't we? It was certainly yeah. one that was... Um, I mean, we raced out to an, a session that was absolutely packed to the gills. 5am. <laughs> Solidly packed, yeah. We struggled to get tickets. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it was I just mean, the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> we seemed to be having to fucking run of the joint. Um, Which was good, because we could just, you know, we'd just have a bit of a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we certainly got our uh, money's worth, if you put it that way. Uh, so we'll be covering Spiral. Uh, before we do that, Joe, just a quick bit of up or down. Uh, the trailer for Venom. The new Venom, what's yep. it called? And something about chaos? It's carnage. 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 Chaos, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, chaos is in bloody Maxwell Smart. Um, <laughs> Carnage. Look, I haven't seen the first one. <laughs> there was nothing in the second trailer that had me vaguely even interested, in, including a ridiculous bit involving Venom cooking breakfast. Yes. At the start, yep. which I at first thought I'd accidentally stumbled upon something else. I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck it was. Yep. Uh, the trailer looked ludicrous. I don't know anything about Venom. Last, the only thing I remember about Venom is that he was a villain. Yeah. In one of the Spider-Man films. Yep. I'm not really sure. It's it's going to grab me at all. It's a down. <laughs> definitely a fucking down. Well, at least Woody uh, Woody Harrelson's yeah. haircut looks a bit different because <laughs> in the in the sting at the end of the first one, it was. Uh, I mean, he his hair looked like carrot top. So right. it was an so interesting they, they look. Quickly, they've tidied that up a little bit. But I yeah, he's directed has... by Andy Circus, is it not? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I believe it's directed by Andy Circus. Right. Look, as I've said, I thought the first Venom movie, I can't. It's not a good movie, but it was wildly entertaining because of this performance that was going on by Tom Hardy. So it looks by the trailer. Like they've tried to lean into the comedic aspect of it, and Venom is has moved again. I haven't read a lot of Venom, but my understanding is it's moved more into anti-hero sort of realm. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how to characterise my feelings. I can't say I'm excited. No. But I'll definitely be watching it. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, a lot of people I know actually liked and felt the first film was good. I didn't think it was good, but I would watch it again in a heartbeat. Because it was just... It was so out there. Insane, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm, st- I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that to see Michelle Williams' name listed again. And I thought she might have said, ah. And like I said, I there, was, there was sections in the first movie that were so... For two very good actors with her and Tom Hardy playing a relationship, there were scenes in there that were so poorly acted. And just look really awkward between the two of them. And maybe um, she was contractually obliged. Contractually obliged, yeah, possibly. <laughs> to turn up in this. Look, money talks. Money well, does it. talk, <laughs> yes. Money does talk. You, bullshit usually works, but I noticed it was on the screen. <laughs> As opposed to... Money often talks and it uses a funny accent like Tom Hardy does. <laughs> exactly. <it. laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a definite down for me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not a down. I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm an up. I'm in the middle because I, I will check it out. But I have a feeling that the first one was a bit crazy because it was just bonkers off the wall. And I feel like if you're trying to say, "Oh, okay, this time around, look how crazy and bonkers yeah, off the wall," you might be. And we're doing it, it on purpose. That perhaps yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah, so I agree. Much. 
The Forever Purge is another, the other one that I saw. Mm. Look, it's a great concept that I just feel has been done to death. It peaked at the second Purge. Yeah. The one with the Frank Grillo. So that far. is by far the best one. Then we had prequel purges and we had TV shows and we had this, that and the other. Look, this one looks interesting in, in terms of the idea that these so this group of people out in a small town in Texas refused to stop the purge after the 24 hours are up. But, again, I mean, is that really going to get me through the door? Uh, it was a thumbs down for me. Right. I didn't actually watch it, you know. I didn't watch the trailer. I saw it I saw it was there. Yeah, for whatever reason, I just passed it on this one. But the idea does grab me a little bit because it says to me that they are trying to bring it around again to talking about something, making it making it a vehicle for talking about some social issues, which is I think that's always a good way to go and I feel is why the first one wasn't quite as good as it, we felt like it could have been. So I'm interested enough. I don't know whether I'll be rushing out to see it. So probably another. I'll probably wait till it comes to a streaming. Streaming. Yeah, probably another middle middle for me. It won't be one I'll run out to the cinema with. The other one I caught was Lizzie's Story, the Stephen King novel mm-hmm. made into a series. Yep. Starring Julianne Moore. Yep. And I think it's J.J. Abrams. Perhaps involved. I don't know. I skipped that one too. Okay. <laughs> um, it looked okay. <laughs> I mean, Christ! There is so much Stephen King out I there. I know. That's that's why I, I just you know falling over myself to get to King. <laughs> He's everywhere. I mean, fuck! He hasn't been this bloody prolific since the eighties, mm. and he was coked to the eyeballs. I understand why he had so much stuff out. Yep. Everybody's diving back into his his books and his his material. Yes. And you're using it to make series after series. I mean, I've never seen so much stuff with his name on it on TV. Mm. At the moment, so and that's actually one of the good parts is that they're exploring it in longer formats. Yes, when it when it needs to be. Yes, but yeah, it's bloody everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the bloke, fuck, he's not hard up for money. It looks okay, and I'll probably give it a run. So I'll give that a partial thumbs up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break, and here's the trailer for 2021's Spiral. Package just came in. Get everybody out of here. Play me. Hello, Detective Banks. Do you know where your officers are? Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw killer was dead. He is. Find him. They're hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bust! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father?
Jigsaw copycat. This is gonna go sideways fast. All available units, officer down. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. I need everyone on this case. He could be anywhere. He could be anyone. We're gonna tear this city apart. Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time you saw your father? Spiral from 2021. Directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman, who directed Saws 2, 3, and 4. It's produced by Mark Berg, who produced Texas Chainsaw, and Oren Knowles, who produced John Q. Written by Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, who both wrote Piranha 3D and Sorority Row. It stars Chris Rock as Zeke Banks, Samuel L. Jackson as Marcus Banks, and Max Minghella as William Schenk. The budget was $40 million, and it actually opens this weekend, so we'll find out how it, how it plays. It was previously under the working title The Organ Donor. All right, Jared. Look, this one's going to be a little bit different the way we handle this because obviously we weren't taking notes. No. We're watching the cinema, so we'll do our absolute best to separate the the good and the bad. But what was your take on Spiral? Um, I was pretty happy in general. I think I was pretty pleased with Chris Rock, being that he was he was the character we spent most of our time with. I think his performance was pretty good. I think the angle of hanging with his character and having the traps and everything on the periphery was better. And we got back to a bit of there's a reason for you being in the trap and a little bit, I don't want to say simple because the traps are still pretty uh, pretty, heavy duty. pretty heavy duty, but more of a simple setup of this is the trap and this is why you're in it and making sort of sense of that. Because I feel like the, the worst of the saw films, they just got so caught up in creating a trap without having a reason for An the person to be there. Or it's like, just kind of like there was somebody in the trap. Yeah, someone's in the trap. And, you know, the reasons were just, it felt like the traps were concocted and then a reason was made, whereas whereas this one, it, it seems to go back to, well, this is, you know, it's a particular body part that's in this trap. And the reason is because you acted in this way. So now you have the option to continue your life minus the ability to do that, like taking away your sin almost. Yeah. And I feel like that's when it works best. When they up the gore and everything, that might work for particular people, but that's not what I'm there for. I'm not mm. I'm not opposed to that if you're doing it fairly well and there's a reason for it happening. But I'm not there just so you can say, look at this elaborate trap and how gory it's going to be. Mm. I want a reason why it's there in the story, and I feel like this did a far better job of that than we've had in, in quite a few films. In general, it wraps up pretty, pretty much in a familiar fashion, but I liked that we disconnected it from the previous stuff. We, we said, this is, this is a copycat, this is how we're going to run it, and we, we give ourselves some freedom that way. And in the end, I was I was fairly fairly pleased with how it all played out. I feel like it was fairly 
easy to, to pick where it was going. Mm. I mean, me and you were sort of able to openly discuss in the city yeah, where correct. it was going, and we kind of hit on it about halfway through, but I was still pretty happy, so I'll go three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, look, I'm a bit the same. I think it was a solid way to bring the series, the Saw series, sort of back into play. I thought the police procedural element was something that we hadn't seen. We briefly had coppers in the series who fuck. <laughs> what do you call him? Costas Mandalore or Mandas Costalore? Costalore was the worst police officer in history. Couldn't find his fucking ass with both hands. <laughs> and there was another cop, I think, in Saw 4. He gets stuck yep. in a trap and he gives yeah. himself a tracheotomy. Yep. He was worse. <laughs> so those things didn't really work in the Saw series. So in this case, what they did is actually leaned on the police procedural part mm. as the most important part and then fit the traps into it. And so yeah. I, I appreciated that. I thought Chris Rock was quite good because this is not usually his style no. in terms of your acting performance. But he does a pretty damn good job. And he manages to get a couple of little bits of his classic kind of humour into the mix. And it works well. There's plenty of gore. I thought the traps worked out very nicely. And there was not an overindulgence of traps. No. Which was another big tick for me. Yeah. We didn't have a trap every five seconds. Yeah, and when we were there... We didn't spend 20 minutes with fucking 10 people tangled up in the trap together <laughs> or anything like that. Yep. So, yeah. So it kind of divorces itself pretty well from the, the original Saw group um, without losing too much because it does come back to some of it. From a negative side, there was a, quite a few sort of jump scares that, although somewhat effective, you always kind of saw them coming, mm. so to speak. Some of the flashbacks had me laughing. Yes. Fashion-wise yep. and facial hair-wise. Uh, we'll obviously get to that. And it was kind of a little bit too easy. Because like in all of these shows, you, you trot out a, a group of suspects and then as you slowly remove them, you take away the possibility that you're going to hit us with something we didn't see. Mm. And that's kind of what happens here. So, overall, I gave it three and a half as well. Excellent. From the perspective of the likes, I think we'll start with... I think the idea of going away from John... What was the name? Kramer. John Kramer. Tying it sort of slightly to that. So he's mentioned, but we know it's not him. Yeah. And that it's kind of a copycat. I think that is was a real plus. I mean, there could have been the there could have been the thought of oh, we need to tie it back yeah. in some way, and John Kramer needs to have some involvement or his disciples. No, they did the right thing by just sort of hinting at Kramer yep. being the saw killer, and then going off on their own. Yeah, I think that was the much better idea because by the time that I mean, when we got to Saw Seven. All the bloody the inner workings of how it ended up where it did. You just sat there going, like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, it just it kept on getting more convoluted, more people involved, more scenarios where you just kept saying, 
this bloke could po- not have possibly had the time on his hands to yeah. fucking craft what he had crafted. He had some home brain surgery in part three, oh, so I'm assuming <laughs> he wasn't in his right mind, so to speak. Yeah, so taking the angle of this is somebody who's who's taken inspiration, basically, yes. and he's disconnected from it, very good idea, because it allows you to just to present your own story in that world. Yeah, and hang a little bit on those tropes and the like, yeah. but not fully embrace it. Yeah. Have it in the in the background. Yeah. The police procedural element, it worked. Yeah, I think it worked. Because they actually tied it back to some interesting they didn't delve fully deep into some of the things they were talking about, but they kind of showcased things like police corruption and police shootings and stuff that may have been not right and things like that. Yeah. Those are things that the series doesn't usually play with. No, so I and I think like it was a benefit to do that. Yeah, definitely. And I also think it combined well with a more sort of creepy presentation of the videos and stuff. Like, yeah. really, they paired it back with that as well. It was just a, a creepy voice. Again, it was, it was a different voice. Yep. But it was a fairly creepy presentation of it. Really simple, just keeping, like, the vision on one thing or, or yeah. not concocting these large-scale videos and the puppet and all that sort of stuff being all heavily involved. Mm. They paired it back, and it was scarier. And then when you combine that with the police discovering the tape or being sent something to watch, watch this or whatever, I thought that worked pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it actually had a vibe of something like Son of Sam or well, Zodiac Killer mentioned, or that type of thing. They've mentioned Seven. Yeah. And it's not a bad comparison. It's very light, yeah. but it is more more like that when you see them kind of yeah picking up on the evidence and whatnot. Sugar-free Seven. Mm-hmm. I would say I'd give Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, Sam Jackson just fucking drips presence, doesn't he? Mm. He, I mean, he can be paycheck. phoning that shit in. He, it's like, paycheck. He's film. barely the even was there. For, the guy was there for a day and a half yeah. or something. But. but he's just such a charismatic and, and has such a screen presence that mm. whenever you see him, you just like, fuck, you know, I want to hear what this guy's got to say. And the small moments they were on together. Yeah. Chemistry plus. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was, that was some really good stuff. Very short. Unfortunately, too short. If, if I was to have a negative towards that, not enough, perhaps, yep. of those two together. Yep. And Quite there's an obvious reason for that, that that also probably comes into the negative. Yeah. But Chris Rock is good playing that kind of dramatic-esque role with a little hint of humour. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I think it, it helps that they use that humour in there just to, again, maybe um, loosen the screws a touch and then go back to the to tightening it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two performances, I think, are, are fantastic. Look, the rest of it, performance-wise, probably wouldn't give it a kicking, but I'd just say that no one else really makes much impact because they're not, either not given much time or they're not really, you know, the performance is not really much to write home about. Yeah, fair enough. Now... Traps. The traps were well crafted and well yeah. constructed, and the idea of you have a choice to make was back. Yeah, and that were, that was good. They were paired back a little in the sense of they weren't as elaborate. No, 
They were it allowed wasn't, it, still, it wasn't a fucking Rube Goldberg trap. Yeah. Goldberg trap. It was a game of fucking mouse trap. Yeah, it was just a a pretty straightforward. Here's what's going to happen. You make your choice, which yeah. is which is exactly when the series has been at its best, I reckon. Correct. In the better movies, there's been the focus on that, and it just yeah, it worked out fairly well here again. And the police corruption angle is where all the fuel for that comes along. Yeah, and and I think they're they're pretty well handled. I'm going to throw this out as a potential... <laughs> I'm going to say it's more of a like than a dislike. Bozeman. Darren Bozeman. Mm. I think he handles the material pretty well. We had a conversation in the car on the way back and, <coughs> and we're thinking, well, do we really need somebody... Did we need a director who had been associated with the franchise? If you were going so far off... You were going away from the Saw franchise, why didn't we pick somebody who perhaps doesn't have contact. Yeah. We had those familiar elements, so did we need a director who'd done... I felt like maybe you go in a different direction. But, um, you know, you there was there was a brief moment where you were... I flirted. ...wrestling with, <laughs> with adding some Boseman stock to your portfolio. <laughs> your ever... Your burgoyne. <laughs> As I said. As I said. When I looked at my portfolio, I realised it was basically a house of cards made up of fucking shit peddling. <laughs> I kind of realised perhaps there's no room for Bozeman yeah. at this point in time. I mean, now you're thinking diversification <laughs> when your portfolio, you're the Warren Buffett of mid card <laughs> shit peddlers. <laughs> You've got the stock on everyone. <laughs> I mean, my fucking portfolio is hanging by a thread. It's, it's, it's resting on the shoulders of Zack Snyder. <laughs> and that, you know, most people, their bums would pucker over that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've launched headlong into Snyder and I think it's paid off. Yeah. Judging by reviews for Army of the Dead. Mm. Well, my my portfolio still currently only contains a little bit of Gregory Hoblet that I purchased <laughs> a long time ago, and which really hasn't hasn't added to my nest egg very much over yeah, the last couple yeah, of years. What? Gregory Hoblet's like Krugerrand. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake. It's a, it's a fake currency. I think you because <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Hoblet seems to have stopped producing. It's yep. been, it's like the five, uh, the one cent piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dead of print. I mean, it had some currency a while ago, but <laughs> it's it's no longer in play. So, Bozeman directs it with the kind of style I kind of expected. Yeah, and it's fairly, it's all fairly, it's not poorly done. He, no. I think he does a pretty good job, but it's fairly predictable. Yes. And I'll get in, when I get to the dislikes, I'll talk a bit more about that. There's a couple of set pieces that I thought were absolutely fantastic. I thought the 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 one involving the guy's fingers yep. was nasty. Yes, and it had you squirming. Yeah, in your seat. it was very nasty uh, and quite grotesque in its execution. And I also thought the one with the fucking hot wax. Yeah, that was rough. It was rough. And. They, spoilers, just a little spoilers, bit of spoilers. Yeah, obviously spoilers, but we won't spoil the end, but we will pretty much spoil everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so why not the end as well? <laughs> exactly, exactly. The thing about those was they kind of lingered on it. Like, I always we always talk about how, you know, you don't want to go overboard with the gore. You don't want to sort of make it kind of like, they call it torture porn. Yeah. But in this case, because there was, there was only a couple... They lingered long on those the outcomes. Far more effective. Much more effective. 
much more effective because, especially in the one involving the hot wax, you've got that, but you've also got a blade at the back of a neck and you keep sort of coming back to it to see where we're at. And it's just, it was kind of excruciating. Yeah. I would suggest. So, I, yeah, I was happy with that approach. Yes. it's It, feel, it feels like it ticked that box. The worst saw entries have really been really bloated with the traps and how gross can we go and how big can we go. Yes. What else do I have? Again, we didn't take notes, so I'm no. kind of playing off just, the Just going cuff. straight from memory. <laughs> oh, look, I kind of thought the finale was okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It was okay. I did not have an issue with the outcome. Uh, I did not have an issue with how yeah. we got to it and why the the killer was doing what they were doing. I was comfortable with the way they approached all that. Maybe yeah. not all of it was successful. No. In a sense, but I think it was solid enough to warrant, you know, when I walked out of the cinema and I wasn't... Yeah, you, I wasn't groaning at, at the revelation, like... It was just like, okay, all right. The didn't, other th- didn't blow me away, but yeah, it was it did was, a job. Did did all right. The other thing I kind of liked about the plot was the whole thing of involving Chris Rock having called out a corrupt cop. Yeah, well, it was a it was a perfect little setup to say this is why it's centered around him. Yes, you know because he he was the one that had fought against that and ha- his career had suffered as a yes. result. And they were still sort of doing it to him. No one wanted to listen to him. No one wanted to to kind of... I mean, there's one fucking dickhead on the phone when he's yeah, talking about right. the case. Yeah, come, like, on. come on, mate. Have a bit of fucking class. <laughs> Just hang the thing up for a few yeah. seconds. You know, pretend listen. you're listening if, you're, if that's what you have to do. Exactly. But no, it worked, yeah, it worked out pretty well to put him in the spotlight but then make you have your suspicions about everyone else and, and work your way through them. Now, that, that wasn't super successful, but I felt the way that they had set it up was pretty good, and the interactions between him and that partner weren't too bad either. Yes, yes, agreed. That's probably it from my end, Yeah, uh, as, as far as likes go. A lot of very broad yep. sort of likes, but again, as I said, we didn't really get a chance to... We probably could have. Fuck, there was no one else in there. Yeah, we could have uh, set up a desk in there. Yeah, and no one would we probably could have done a live fucking cross <laughs> if yeah. we felt like it. Yeah. All right, the dislikes. The traps, although enjoyable and although paired back, they're still extensive. I mean, I mean you, you need... still require engineering experience. You need um, a team. Electricals. You need to rent the space that yeah. you set it up in, or something. And questions are probably getting asked. Mm. You know, like there's some question marks. I mean, you need a fucking task force. Yeah, that's right. To get this done. For instance, the one involving the fingers, mm-hmm. and it had an electrocution element to it. Yep. I mean, if if I'm knocking a bloke out by wrapping a bag around his head. I reckon all I've got time for is a couple of electrodes on his nutsack. <laughs> That's about it. Like by the time he wakes up, he's stripped nude. <laughs> yeah, my understanding is... A couple of electrodes on the gooch, and then there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Maybe, you know, if you don't have time for the gooch, you just whip, you know, rip his shirt open and put a couple on his nipples and leave it at that. Like, yeah, you've got a choice to make. Stop being a, a, a sack of shit or, or I'll tase your gooch good. Yeah. And again, going into spoiler territory, how do you manage to craft one inside the police station? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, know it's the basement, but fuck. <laughs> You're still in what looks like a fairly, you know, popul- well-populated well, metropolis. Metropolis. That that's valuable space. People use that. Quite, quite frankly, I thought the funniest part about that was not only was it insinuated that nobody had been in the cold case fucking area for quite some time. Yeah. If the killer had been able to put together an elaborate trap device. Yeah. But secondly. Opening it, I mean, the fucking thing like a bank vault. It looked like a less sophisticated version of the fucking bank vaults you're cracking in Red Dead Redemption. Like, I thought, yeah, this thing hasn't been opened since, what, 1850 or something? What's going on? Is this the fucking room that Geraldo tried to <laughs> Back in the 80s, he's yeah. telling us if he opened this, there'd be gold in there, there hills. Yeah, it was, it was fucking yeah. ludicrous. Like, yeah, that was, was ludicrous. That was a little because bit Because it, it basically painted the fact that this killer had time, like that kind of time, to yeah, create right. such an elaborate thing. And, they, and again, I said... So they do mention time, but, I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of it. Yeah, you need a lot of it. You also need time to go to college. <laughs> Multiple times. You don't just have one degree. You are you're you've got masters. You've got double degrees. You got all sorts of shit. You've done a thesis. Yeah, definitely. There's a PhD in there somewhere. You're fucking Van Waller. You've been living on campus forever. I I think so. And look, it wouldn't make it would make the movie not as good because the traps are part of what. Yeah, that's right. You got to have them. You got to. But, I mean, you know, can't we just go with the old bloody finger traps or something? <laughs> we yeah, did the yeah, finger yeah. trap. We didn't just get one where your hands were stuck <laughs> together. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You've been, you've, been, you've been caught pinching, you know, um, you've been caught pinching food out of the office fridge. You've got a choice to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fingers are stuck together. I don't know. I, mean, I, know, I know in my office, you got to, if you want to be fucking, if you want to put someone in a saw trap, you send them in the toilet. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> it would be somebody's asshole connected to the trap by the sounds of it. <laughs> you need to stop doing this. <laughs> Here's your choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have been damaging this toilet for far too long. You have a choice to make. <laughs> no, that was, I think that was uh, definitely one of the things that, it was just a handful of times where that old problem came up, and that really that was at its peak in the middle sections of Saw, where you're just looking at it, going, "This is this, this, this four requires, people. <laughs> this requires, as you said, this requires man hours <laughs> to complete, <laughs> and a varied skill set." And look, last time I checked, if you put some chloroform on someone's face, you maybe got six to seven hours. Out of it. <laughs> you didn't get. Seven days. Correct. Oh, oh, you've got to continue to knock the bloke out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also, I know you mentioned it before, it's funny because I really liked the way that they were approaching this, mm. but the flashbacks, 
the amount of times, <laughs> I reckon there was three to four times where a flashback came up and we immediately started laughing. And like, look at Samuel Jackson's moustache. Yeah. Look, look at Chris Rock's hair. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Chris Rock had a goatee and his hat on backwards at one point in the flashback and I was like, holy shit. And the next time we see him, he's on a, he's on a in a flashback, he's on like a, a drug raid. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. like a hoodie and a baseball cap, and he's got the gaiety again. And I was like, he looks like fucking Montel Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> what about I was my? I think my favourite was the picture of of Samuel L. Jackson where it was dead set. It was his character in fucking Loaded Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> or a slightly more rotund Roger Murta. <laughs> oh man! Obviously, so we know what Roger Murta's been up to recently. Oh, but yeah, when he when he cropped up in the in the office with that big mustache, and we were giggling, calling him Sammy Gossett Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't help but think. Surely somebody watched this and said, this doesn't look quite right. <laughs> Put some fucking hair on him. That would have been better. <laughs> fucking wig. <laughs> put, his, put the wig that he wore in bloody glass. <laughs> Dust off one of Chuck Norris's wigs for him. Oh, fucking hell. That would have been better if he'd had a head of hair. I would have loved that. That would have been superb. Yeah. It is... Kind of too easy to pick. Yeah, they throw a handful of things that happen. <laughs> what we said Bozeman was doing is he was playing a, car, a shell game with us. <laughs> he's, he's like a magician, you know. <laughs> he's playing three card Monty and he's got us looking over here while over here he's just, you know, <laughs> this direction. He started with the, um, uh, yeah, the old figure. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've just pulled my finger off. Yeah. My finger off. He, just he started with that kind of low red shit, and he built up. And by the end, he cut someone in half. Yeah, he's cut him in half. St- he's spinning <laughs> him around. I'm looking at the feet moving. Thinking, how do they do this? How are they doing it? He's got me. <laughs> when, well when, played, both. When, when he pulled forty-five coloured fucking neckerchiefs <laughs> out of his. <laughs> <laughs> out of his sleeve, I was at the 45 minute mark. I thought yeah. he had me, but it's not long after that right. where you actually realise who it is. It was unfortunately there was a there was a couple of moments where <laughs> I just happened to catch him dropping the cheese out of his sleeves and saying, "Oh shit, that's where it's coming from." Like, um, but yeah, there was there was there was a couple of moments where you just think, uh, "Okay," yeah. and then. They lead into other things that that kind of point you in the direction pretty early. Yes. And as you said, initially they craft a couple of them, but then they kill a, kill a few off. Because it's such a small crew, they pare it down. Yeah. And really, a couple of those you were looking at anyway going, it's not him. It's a red herring, yeah. It's a red herring. And as these movies always do go, there are red herrings. Yes, of I mean, course. listen to our episode on detox. There's fucking 15 red herrings. <laughs> and they're all so fucking over the top, but yeah. you know they're a red herring. And this kind of does that. It's a little more successful yeah. in a sense that there's a couple where you sort of... I mean, I hung my hat on a couple of those blokes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the old wheel of fucking who did it in the first yeah. half an hour. But, I mean, you're going to do that for a while. And then there was one where you put it forward 
you know, putting a theory out there based on based on, on what we were seeing. Absolutely no evidence. But it was like, I looked at it and I thought, you know what, I think that's that's not a bad idea if they go that direction. But then it very quickly pivoted yes. into into um, picking pretty much how it played out. Correct. And look, we're going to go into a little bit of spoilers here because we have to discuss it. Yes. So spoilers from here if you, if yeah, you don't want to hear. If you don't want to hear it, just... But when we walked in, I couldn't help... I said to you initially, before we'd even seen it, I just said, look, the trailers seem to be setting us up for Samuel L. Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, said, it looks like, I look at the trailer and I'm thinking it's Samuel L. Jigsaw. That's what we're heading to. Yeah, yeah. But then immediately, within 10 to 15 minutes, you were starting to see things where it's like, oh, no. So this, they're making it look like Jack he is so obvious yeah. that it's not him. It's like... Oh, he starts. Uh, you know, it, um, Chris Rock starts finding finding him out of his out of his apartment at night and stuff like that. And you think, oh well. So they're just that was what they were trying to do to us all along. Yeah, they were trying to kind of play the game that Jackson is is a red herring. Yeah, uh, and they're pretty forceful with that, as you said. Jackson probably did two days' work. <laughs> he didn't have yeah. fucking time to be jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said to him. Yeah. I don't have any time for this. <laughs> I've got fucking four other movies to make. <laughs> but, yeah, it paints a picture that he might do it, have done it, but it's it's really kind of flimsy about how they handle that. Yeah. And, it, and, and the same goes with a couple of other characters. They kind of bring back a character who has connections, a connection to Chris Rock. And, yeah, look, it could have played out that way, but it just... It, they never kind of lean enough into it. Yeah, you just know when they bring when they start bringing people back or whatever. You just know, okay, so it's related to this, but I'm pretty sure that's not who it is. And look, if you've watched enough of these movies, as I'm sure you guys all have, you kind of pick. It's usually the one that's the least least expected. Yeah. Playing quiet, the grey man. You know, you don't yeah. really think much of it. And they pull a cheap <clears> trick <throat> that we we saw through. Yeah, yeah, we saw through that cheap trick. But difficult because Bozeman was real. Oh. I mean, when he was shuffling those cards around, I was like, oh, was, no, 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 is it I, Yeah, I've seen many of Game of Three Card Monty, but <laughs> this was probably the one I was most intrigued by. <laughs> he took me for a ride, touch Bozeman, but he yeah. still couldn't cover over the fact that it kind of sticks out at about the halfway point. Hmm. You should know. Yeah. Yeah, you start to really point point in that direction. Speaking of Bozeman, this is why I didn't buy stock. I rang my <laughs> my guy, and he said, "Yeah, Bozeman possibly's got a little bit of heat." And then then I remembered he made Saw Three. <laughs> yeah. I up on him, but Bozeman directs the film okay. But I just feel that we didn't. A new style would have been nice. They yeah. still went back to the old classic of fast, ed- like. They'd go up close on someone and then you'd see everything in fast motion. Mm. And that's a Bozeman staple and a store, a saw kind of staple. We could have gone away from that. And I think when you've got a budget of $40 million with some heavier names in the cast, you could have potentially gone to someone else. Give someone a shot or pick up a, a solid journeyman director like Gregory Hobbit <laughs> as his fucking Kruger hands become more. <laughs> his one said pieces come back in circulation. Yeah. You could have gone to one of those types and perhaps 
distanced yourself even further. Yeah, I think it would have been the better move. I think it would have been the better call. You've got this fresh take on it. You've got Chris Rock involved. You go with, I feel like you've got those familiar elements. Like, we recognised it as a Saw film from the tapes and the the traps. Yep. Despite the different, the, the, the slight differences in the presentation, I feel like, yeah, going, probably going with a different director would have kind of heightened that even a little bit more. Yeah, it might have just changed things and given you a style that you could then hang onto this series because yeah. again, I, I don't think he did a bad job, as you've said. I think he he did a did a did a decent job with what what we had there. But I just felt like if you're going to go that way, go all in. Yeah, totally distance yourself aesthetically, visually, and away from the John Kramer character. Yeah. So. You had two out of those, maybe, but you didn't. I think embracing a new director would have given it a, just a little bit more of a fresh edge, mm. which was missing. Some fresh magic tricks that we haven't seen. Yeah, <laughs> like the one where you throw a knife at the woman attached to the board. <laughs> I would like to have seen that from Bozeman, but he was oh, preoccupied with the fucking staples. Yeah, with the staples. Yeah, tricks. he was just doing the magic tricks you read in the book. Yeah, yeah that's he right. wasn't making the fucking Statue of Liberty disappear. He's walked out of Kmart with the forty pack of magic tricks <laughs> and really mastered those. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not seeing anything fresh. Yeah. He's not cutting oranges in half and pulling your car yeah. down. <laughs> he didn't walk through the uh, Great Wall of China. No, that's yeah, not. No, no, that sort not. of shit. <laughs> no, that sort of bullshit was yeah, involved. No so, levitation or anything yeah, like that. So the disappointing thing is, even though he did a really good job, it just sort of felt a little bit like, okay, we're still in the... I know it's the Saw universe, but we got enough of that. We knew it was in the Saw universe. Yeah. We didn't need the, the visual stylings as well. Now, do you have any other dislikes? No, there wasn't a whole lot that I, I really didn't enjoy about the movie. I thought it was, uh, it was pretty fun. I, I, I got pretty close to what I, was, what I was hoping for. Like I said, it wraps up in a familiar fashion, but I didn't hate the ending of it. So I'm not going to say that was a dislike. Do you see a sequel to this, or do you see them going reinvigorating Saw? Well, I don't know. The word is that it's going back to Saw, right? But I see. I, I felt this was a good way to go, and this is kind of like a the way that you can just tell your own standalone story, just inspired by the. You have you have done wrong. Yes. And I am going to make you pay for that and give you the choice that you can continue on but with with you know, the the angle to it of you're gonna continue on minus your fucking hand or whatever it whatever it may be. Correct. So I don't know. I would be happy to see it see Chris Rock come back in some capacity, but then do we risk doing what the previous series did and getting too tied to that? Well, maybe if we we kind of had a second film to kind of close everything off of this film and leave it there. Yeah. But the problem is when there's money to be made, there's money to be made. That's right. And Darren Limbosian's back in the chair and he's, he's loving life because he's getting gigs. That's right. That sort of stuff. It's an interesting he's saying one. saying the one, have you, seen me, have you seen me walk on water? I can do yeah, that one yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> You've laid out the Perspex platform in yeah. advance, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> see, and then I start to see through his magic tricks. Yes. You know. I don't know. I'd like to see a second spiral. 
Yeah, I would too. Just to see what they go with. Yeah, and because I felt like Chris Rock was a very, he was a very watchable presence on screen and and having him as the anchor to the movie, I really enjoyed that. And I feel like the way that it ended, there's probably still things to explore there about how deep it went. Agreed. So... I'd so it's okay an interesting it. question, but I personally would like to stick with Spiral, yeah. even just for another film, yeah. um, and see where that plays out, as opposed to going back to Saw. I think if you go back to Saw, you're just going back over the same ground. What, how can you then reinvigorate Saw after eight movies? Yeah. Spiral was a way to reinvigorate the universe of Saw yeah. without not actually being Saw. That's right. So you you felt like we'd gone stale with Saw... You tried to pump some air into the tyres with Jigsaw, didn't work out. This one has worked, in my opinion. Yes. So why then go, oh, we've got some heat, let's go back to what wasn't working? Yes. Like, it makes no sense. That's my take on it. Yeah, agreed. But that was Spiral. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Our Facebook page is Thrill Me Podcast Australia, and we're on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrill at thrillmepodcastau. As we said before, we are gearing up for the action movie police officer draft. We're hoping to get that done this weekend, possibly. I'm I'm super keen. Uh, I'm mm. it'll be interesting to see who I sort of pick. Look, I'm just reading my scouting reports. I've currently. Sort of got a feeling that I might get the number one pick. I've iced the envelope. Yeah, yeah. I've cooled the envelope so people know who it's for. Yeah, as long as you take Gino for lead. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> taking Gino for lead. Anyone who shits themselves on the job. <laughs> well, you get a kick at Amazon. So. Yeah, true, true. Like, yeah, look, if you shit yourself on the job, I can't have you. Can't do it. Can't have can't you, do you, it. Be you. You know, I don't need to be picking up after you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm uh, looking forward to that one. But until next time, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.